Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. These actually started in the 60s with a television show. And I watched them religiously. I loved Mission Impossible. It was a show that just fit me well because it had action, it had suspense, mystery, and the good guys always won. It's a great thing. Now, most of the things that they have in the movies now were in that show. That's where they began. One of those was the way that the head of the Impossible Missions Force received his mission. In some mysterious way, he would find out through a tape recording, Jim, your mission, should you be willing to accept it, is. And they're still doing that. Mission impossible. Jesus has called us to a mission possible. In fact, he has worded it in somewhat this way, Christian, your mission, if you should choose to accept it, is. Today, I want us to think about that mission. I don't want you to think about it as a mission impossible, but as a mission possible. Even during these times. I like the passage that was read and I put it there because it expresses the concept of discipleship in a way that says, notice what it said, after you go through this for a little while, you will be established and perfected. Man, we're going through it, aren't we? We're going through it all the time. But we can, as disciples who accept the mission from Jesus, we, in fact, can be established. We can, in fact, be perfected so that we will be able to fight off the devil. Go with me today and think about discipleship. This morning, we think about the mission. The mission begins with the fact that Jesus had a mission himself. And he told us his mission in Luke chapter 19 in verse 10 when he said of himself, I have come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now put yourself in the place of God the Father for just a minute. 
in the garden, Satan came and robbed his children and took away their innocence. And for millennia since then, people have given in to that same robbery. And his children were lost. 2020 had a program the other night about a child who was lost and parents who spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to find out what happened to their child. If your child is lost, what would you do? Better yet, what would you not do? That's God. God looked and said, my children are lost. And I have to go get them. And so Jesus said, I came to seek those who needed to be saved because, 2 Peter 3 and 9, God doesn't want any to be lost, but all to be saved. And Jesus came to save those who seek Him. For Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, Seek and you'll find. Ask, it'll be given to you. Knock and it'll be opened. Anybody who is seeking will find because God will find you. Because the mission of Jesus was to come here and to find those who were lost and save them. That's his mission. Then Jesus gave us our mission. Here is your mission, should you choose to accept it. Your mission, number one, is if Jesus came to seek and save those who are lost, your mission is to be saved, to be a disciple of Jesus. That's your mission, to be a disciple. The word that is used to, to translate it, or better yet, it is a word a little more transliterated. It means to follow, to walk around with. Consider Luke chapter 14 for just a minute. And let's notice what Jesus said to those who were walking around with him. In Luke 14, he says to those who were following him, If anyone wishes to come after me, and does not first hate his father, mother, his wife, and children, his brothers and his sisters, he cannot be my disciple. A disciple is one who has already walked away. Now, that doesn't mean that you have cut off 
those whom you care about and those who care about you. But what it means is you've made a decision to be the person you ought to be for yourself, not for them, and certainly not to keep, let them keep you from it. Now those who are raised in families who are teaching their children, I want you to grow up to know the Lord. I want you to grow up to be a disciple of Jesus that's a wonderful blessing, but they still have to walk away because you have to have your own discipleship. You can't have theirs. But there are some literally who have to walk away to be a disciple of Jesus because their families don't want them to be their families are upset when they are. But Jesus said, if you want to be a disciple, you have to walk away. And if anyone does not bear up his cross and come after me, he cannot be my disciple. A disciple is one who walks under under the cross, bearing the burden, carrying the commitment. That's what a disciple is. This disciple walks under the cross that he has been given, certainly symbolized by the cross of Jesus. But as his cross was unique to him, your cross is unique to you. It will be a whole lot like Jesus' cross. You may have to go through pain and torture and persecution. You have to sacrifice and commit. But then it's also different. Because the burden you have might not be the burden someone else has. And therefore, you walk under your burden, the cross that you choose to take. Or which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and consider the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? Or else, when you've laid the foundation, you're not able to finish it. All who see it will mock him and say, he laid a foundation, but he couldn't finish it. Or what king going to war against another king does not first consider whether he can with 10,000 go against him who comes at him with 20,000. Or else while he is still a great way off, he will send a delegation looking for signs of peace. A disciple is one who walks decisively. It's a decision. It's a commitment. It's an analysis it's something that you sit down and say, this is what I'm going to do. This is why I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to do it. 
You don't do it like I do most of my projects. You just start. You just start. You don't necessarily have to finish. You don't have to keep going the way you started. You can change it four or five times and spend two or three times the amount of money. I don't recommend that. I've lived it for all of my life. But it's a way of doing it, maybe not your way. But it's still the idea of a project. That's what discipleship is. It's a project. It doesn't just happen. You don't just sit there and wait for the tower to be built. And you don't just wait around for the war and maybe somebody will come and fight. Discipleship is something you sit down intentionally and declare, this is what I'm going to do. For whoever does not forsake all that he has, he cannot be my disciple. A disciple walks without. A disciple is one who is willing to be without anything that keeps him or keeps her from being a disciple of Jesus. Give it up. Oh, that's where the problem lies. Because we like our stuff. We like our situations. And we want to hang on because that's who we are. And it's tough when what we have seems to conflict with who God wants us to be. To come to Jesus as a disciple, I may have to come and empty all of my hands and say, Lord, you fill me with what you want me to have. And that'll be good enough for me. A disciple is a walker, a follower, a learner. That's the mission. But a disciple is also one who does something. What does a disciple do? That's who a disciple is. What does a disciple do? A disciple goes. In Matthew 28, Jesus gave the mission statement to his disciples whom he had trained for three years. They learned from him. They followed him. They walked with him. And some of the last words he said to them were these, go in all the world and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of this world. 
our verse for today in verse 18. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, Jesus. With the authority that comes with being sent by God has said, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is discipleship making. Disciple making. When Sharon Hatfield came here to the building because Patty Davidson had been her friend and studied with her off and on for a long, long time. And then she and Jack have studied online. The only thing I did was come up here and open the building and immerse her into Jesus. You know what she said to me? Here's what she said. COVID has been good for me. Now, she doesn't mean that getting sick is good. She doesn't mean that having a disease out there is good. She doesn't mean that people who have died is good. That's not what she means. What she means is this. Because of what we had to do to fight it in quarantine, I had to sit down. And it gave me a chance to think and to consider. And now I... I'm a Christian. There's good that can come from anything when you're looking for it. And in the midst of all that we've been going through, Patty was involved in making a disciple. The final point that I want us to see is that the church is mission control central. This is the place. This is the group. This is the idea that God had in mind to the intent that now to principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God. The church as the central focus of disciples and disciple making is intentional. I am glad that we have such a good online presence. In fact, we were contacted this week by someone who stumbled on to our online presence, and we are speaking tomorrow. But at the same time, we dare not allow the online presence to become our online church from now on. There will come a day, and it should not be forced in every person until they can do it. But there will come a day 
when all of us will have an opportunity to be together. And we should look forward to it because the church is intentional. God wants us, He wants the church to be the central focus of a disciple's life. But number two, according to the eternal purpose which He purposed in Christ Jesus, Ephesians 3, 10 and 11, the church is not only intentional, it is eternal. This is what he wanted from before time began. In his eternal purpose, the church is mission central. For disciples to be, and for disciples to be in the disciple-making mission. Let us not get distracted by the things that are happening around us to forget our mission. Let us not be so depressed because of the way chaos takes over at times. Let us stay on the mission. Let us not become divided because we disagree in political times that takes us away from our mission. Let us stay in the mission. Let us not be so fearful because of the condition, the health condition of the world, that our mission also becomes sick. Your mission, Christian, should you choose to accept it, is to be a disciple. And to make disciples. I hope that you will tune in tonight online as we take the second half. If you choose to accept it, what? In the past month, three people have obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ here. If you're not a child of God, today would still be a good time for you. We can immerse you into Jesus Christ. If you're online, we will meet you and talk with you and do the same sometime. If we can pray for you during these difficult times for spiritual or physical situations, we're always here. Our shepherds will meet you at the front as we in this place stand together and sing. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky. We meet on Sunday mornings for Bible class at 9 a.m., followed by our morning worship service held at 10 a.m. Our Sunday evening service is held at 6 p.m., and our midweek Bible study is held on Wednesday at 7 p.m. If you are in the area, we would love to have you as our honored guest. Thanks for listening.